0: What's up, NBA fans? Welcome back to the Deep Ball Podcast. Uh, thanks for tuning in once again. Um, keep showing our keep showing our channels some love and support, uh, and we'll keep producing podcast episodes week by week. Here, um, we're just going to kind of go back to the basics this week. Um, just hit the recency news and all that, all the headlines that came through within the last week, um, and then probably end up doing a special guest interview again in a in a couple weeks so um with me as always we got lee and we also got peyton so all right let's go okay eh? so the first thing that i have written down here today um was the first notification i had on my phone this morning uh it was about malik beasley getting sentenced to 120 days of home confinement and he'll serve that after the season that's it's due to all that that shit that went on this summer. He like basically pointed a gun at people, and it's just a bunch of crazy stuff. I think we talked about it in a in a past episode. Um, what are you guys' thoughts on that?
1: I'm surprised they didn't. I'm surprised they even let him do it after the season. I'm surprised they didn't just throw him in there right now and just say, "Screw it." But I don't really think it makes a difference. We're gonna be towards the end of the West anyways.
0: Yeah, I would have been okay with him serving it right away. Because, yeah, like you said, it's not like the Timberwolves are going to be relevant, anyways, for yeah. here on out. So,
1: there's no reason for it not to be served right now. But uh, who knows?
0: You think he continues this kind of behavior where, you know, he's had some trouble in Denver, he's had some trouble here. And it
1: depends. It honestly depends on if we start winning and who's on our team and what the can like, what's going on. If we stay losing, there's no reason for him to stop. I mean, if he just wants to keep fucking off, then like, there's no reason for him to play basketball or like put all of his focus towards that. If we're just taking L's every single game. So.
2: Sure. Do you guys think more of, I see it more of like, he's just a young kid. He'll get by it. He'll get through it. It's just a stage. He's got, young kid with a ton of money and he's only getting more money. I don't know why, but. Well, he's
0: playing really well. And that was the next thing I was going to bring up is if you guys think he's playing to what his contract is that he got this last off season.
2: Uh, I think even if he is, he's, he's not a guy that belongs in Minnesota. Like he, you can just tell the way that, that the way that his game works. Um, I'm, I mean, unless we had Cat 82 games a season, he's not worth being on this team. We have Okogie, And, I mean, Okogie's worse, but you take somebody who you have to pay half that contract, you know? I, I don't know.
1: Okogie's K- not causing off-court issues either, so. Yeah. As far as I know, I haven't heard anything, but. No, yeah, that, I mean,
2: it's, a nice good that point. it's nice that he's picking it up. Maybe get some off-season value, but that contract
0: is so high it's hard to move him it's 15 million a year isn't it
2: yeah he's averaging
1: he's averaging 20 and a half five and three
0: yeah he's playing really well and honestly he's probably in the the biggest bright spot in the timberwolves this season because dilo has been ass so far his shot selection has been terrible
1: and i hate watching him terrible the air out of the ball it's always been
2: terrible yeah. But it's, if you see, like, we've been waiting for somebody to step up on the team. They'll, those points and those stats got to go somewhere. And you can tell it's, it's just going to Malik,
0: you know? Yeah. Not, and he's got the hot hand.
2: Is, yeah, yeah. Yep. Big-time underperforming team. Yeah, one bright spot, yeah. I guess.
0: Definitely.
1: Yeah. Russell's shooting 42.5 from the field and 40% from three. So the 40% from three is nice, wow. but that – 42 percent from the field is just terrible
0: honestly watching the timberwolves like i i didn't even i had no idea Dilo was shooting that well from uh, free when you watch nor. the games it looks like it looks hideous because he's taking pull up threes in transition when no one's there to rebound and you know he must be hitting them at a decent rate but it just it, i guess it passed me by i just i I don't know, man. This Timberwolves team is so so hard to watch. Honestly, we just,
1: we just don't have an identity, or they just don't have an identity. They don't, no, they don't have a direction
2: they're even going with their team. Just... this is the perfect thing to happen, though. Like, just keep losing. We need that number three pick more than we've needed a pick. Like in but the we'll past, get,
1: we'll get pick four. Watch, we'll get land right outside the lottery, so the Warriors can have that pick. Just but at so least they we're doing can...
2: what we're supposed to. Yeah.
1: Just won't help us in the long run because we're just gonna, t- we don't have her pick anyways. So
2: yeah, this is the top three.
1: We're looking yeah. like we're gonna have the best odds at that right now. I think we have the worst record in the league. Yeah, the but even Detroit. in the top,
0: the top three teams have the same odds though. I'm pretty sure. And it's only end? like forty oh. percent or something like that for the first pick. So it's not even great.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Detroit and Wizards are hovering around us too. So it's looking like those Timberwolves, Pistons, and Wizards are going to shoot for that lottery then. Because the West is – we're already four games behind the Thunder and they're in second to last. So I don't know if they just keep – and they're playing well right now too. So it just – it looks like they're just going to keep winning games. But...
0: Yeah. I, the one – one other thing that I was going to bring up about the Timberwolves, and we can, this is all we don't have to talk about the Timberwolves anymore this episode. Um, <laughs> but the one other thing I was going to say is that our our young young guys, like our our draft picks, our rookies, they they look pretty good, honestly. Like Anthony Edwards, yeah, he's not as flashy as Lamelo. He's not a star like Lamelo is. Um, people could probably say that Lamelo should have gone number one, but Anthony Edwards project. is. is good. Yeah, he's good. And I saw something on Reddit the other day that said that Anthony Edwards is like the second best ISO scorer in the league, or, or maybe he's the best in terms of what he's getting out of his ISO moments, you know, and
2: that's impressive, I guess. So at least there's a bright uh, yeah, the, spot. The shooting right. percentage is not. The way he's playing the game right now is not. Nothing mm-hmm. about his game right now is impressive. Like, You can break down and find a stat that's nice. But when you're watching them in game, like, the team is so bad that, like, it's exactly that. It's one-on-one opportunities where you just – you try and flash on a garbage team. So, I mean, give him credit for making it happen, making something happen. But he sucks at shooting the basketball right now.
0: Yeah. And i it's hard to say whether or not I like him having the green light like he, he does. Because like, he shoots at least 20 shots a game.
1: I don't see a downside in it, though. Like, I see the – well, I just like him getting the shots. Like, he's a rookie. We're on an t- absolute terrible team. There's no reason to put, like, hold him back from just launching shit. I understand called, it looks bad, and it's a bad habit to have, but –
2: like, it's, it's a terrible habit. Yeah. It's called – it's called D'Angelo Russell. That's who you get. You get – And it's happening with Levine, too. The only thing with Levine is that he's producing so much that he's actually, like, they're thinking that he might have outgrew, like, the habit and he might be able to make something of it now. But when you're on a bad team for so long and you're allowed the green light, you develop those bad habits. And if you're on a really bad team like Minnesota, if this happens year after year after year, like deloading, he's never been on a good team. He's always been on a team that said go out and just shoot, you know. And look at the bad habits he takes. These wild jumpers, you know. I mean, he hits a lot of them, but he misses yeah, the a, lot a lot.
1: of them, of them is a under, an overstatement, I think. Forty-two percent isn't too much to.
2: I don't know. You Those mid-range jumpers are are what.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? I don't know. I just hope that we eventually we fire Ryan, Ryan Saunders, get him out of here. I'm done with him. I've, I tried to have a little faith in him this year, but it, he needs to go. There's no system. There's he no flips set. kid though. He Who cares? Kid. <laughs> Who cares? I know that I guess the Saunders, they own part of the Timberwolves now. So it's one of the main reasons he was the coach or he became coach, and It's just to carry on the legacy and all that crap, but I'm done. I, I think the majority of the Timberwolves fans are, are, you know, done with with Ryan Saunders it's it's time to move on
2: I think he would have been okay if the roster that he was supposed to have would have been what they were supposed to be right like he I think he was kind of coming in thinking that all right got cat got deloading like he was coming in with momentum and now it just all crashed down on him and now they're saying restart and I don't think he's a I don't think he's a restart guy you know mm-hmm. I think he gotta you, you gotta get someone else in here
0: yeah, and he was the youngest coach when he was hired. Like youngest, was it youngest in NBA history or something like that? Um there's some I don't of- think
2: there's I don't have any problem with that. I don't I don't I don't have any problem. Go ahead, sign the youngest coach again. I I love when people do that. Take that shot, you know? Go get a Brad Stevens, you know? I I'm okay with that. I don't care about the age.
0: I think there's a difference though. Um Go no, there on-
2: absolutely is.
0: Well, if, yeah. If you look at the Celtics, they hired Brad Stevens when he was coaching in college, so he was a head coach already. Where Ryan Saunders, he's never been a head coach; he's always been an assistant. You know, I think there's a difference.
1: Yeah, but there's a lot of coaches that j- make that jump from assistant to head coach. Like look at Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr was assistant in for the Suns. I mean, got a hand at a dream scenario in Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, and Draymond Green, but. He still had to go out there and coach those guys and keep them like humble and wanting to win, you know? So, I mean, I don't. Yeah, it's it's, a good point. You got to start somewhere, you know? And maybe there just wasn't a head coaching opportunity for him until now. So, and six and 10 or six and 18 doesn't look too good on him, though. (laughs) Mm -mm. Not off to a good start, but maybe he'll turn it around if we keep him.
0: I don't know. I I get what you're saying, Peyton, though, with, you know, if he had the roster he was supposed to have or if his situation was perfect, then maybe things would be different. Um, You know, if Cat hasn't been injured so much lately and I don't know why he's not playing yet, honestly, like he had COVID two, three weeks ago. Like I get it. Everybody takes their turn and takes their time. But come on, man.
1: Well, like he just... did get into a car accident in the offseason that no one knew about. <laughs> so he's probably still recovering from that.
0: Yeah, you're, you're probably probably right. So. Uh, yeah. No, I, I was just going to say one other thing about the young guys that the point I brought up a long time ago. Um, Jaden McDaniels, our second round pick that we got. He was a lot of people were saying that he's two years from being two years away. Kind of like that Bruno Caboclo kid back in the day. But Jaden looks really good. He, he he shows promise on the defensive end, and he can hit a three every once in a while too. So I think that we he'd be he'd be a good young project to keep developing.
2: He is exactly that a project. He was broke, but like he was this big prospect in high school. Went to Washington. And it's like somebody kicked in his kneecap or something. He totally dropped off the earth. He was like one of the biggest disappointments on that team. Um, totally underperformed his years in college. Um, I didn't actually mind the pick, you know. He's a bigger guy, more versatile. Um, but he's exactly that. He's a project. But he's actually, he's coming out and showing something right now, which is nice. Kind of with like uh, what Vanderbilt's doing a little bit.
0: Yeah, Vanderbilt to me is a little bit small. You know, he he looks small on the court because he's guarding a lot of guys that are bigger than him. And
2: you think he's small for the for what position? The
0: four. Uh, they they have him running the four and five. They have him running the five a lot when the the rest of the lineup is smaller, which you can't do that. But we don't have any other center besides Ed Davis and Nas Reed, so I get why they're doing it. But you know, once Cat comes back, I think he'll be a really nice pairing along alongside Cat because he's. Just an energy guy. He works hard. He gets rebounds and he plays good defense. Well, he tries to play good
2: defense. <laughs> when we get good enough fans, we're going to have them cut up montages of just when Cat gets back. When Cat yeah, gets back. I know. I mm-hmm. swear to God, it's like we say that every week. That guy just, what's good? Like, do you just want to play basketball anymore? Or they'd be Maybe nice. We trade him
1: to the Warriors for a fucking pickback. <laughs> oh, fuck it, dude.
2: Just, we'll take just our protected pick. Yeah. You can
0: add time. You just want that. So the, I actually heard something about that on uh, on one of the NBA podcasts that I listened to this over the last week. Um, they were saying that the the Warriors won the trade from all of this, and I don't know if I. Agree I mean, Wiggins
1: that. is playing up. Or he's not like a All Star, but. He's playing Stop. better than he did where he <laughs> when he was in Minnesota. <laughs> he's he's playing better than D'Lo. I mean, he's comparable Careful to me, with your words. And he's on a like the Warriors okay, you can't are, like, say that. actually though. doing that, but he's better than D'Lo. No, he's playing I
2: mean, maybe, he's playing okay, better
1: than D'Lo. Maybe
2: he's playing better. Yeah, I didn't say he
1: was better. Right oh, yeah, no shot. But I'm just saying like Wiggins he's playing better than he ever did for this long of a stretch on Minnesota. So obviously it looks like they're winning this trade. Like that's why but they're I'm saying
2: that. I have it. Every day of the week, you know, like just saying Wiggins just hurt, it just sends <laughs> something in your head that's just like, ah, <laughs> like I'm so glad. I, the, the, it, it sucks to lose that first round pick. And if we don't get a top three, it's gonna hurt. But to have Wiggins for three more years you know, you know fat con- yeah, a,
1: on that contract it doesn't, it doesn't it's a do
2: win-loss you know you take your you, you get what you get but i i like that trade so and i think anybody from minnesota would agree with you too.
1: this is just what wiggins is averaging right now on 24 games he's averaging 18 5 and 2 on 47 from the field and 38 from 3 yeah,
2: like I
1: don't want that yeah. for a max contract. Not a max contract. Yeah, definitely not way too overpriced, but I mean I just I mean, found that it was
0: crazy that these people on these national platforms, the national levels, like the big podcasts, they were saying that the Warriors probably won the trade. And that's that to me. I I think it's ridiculous.
2: It is. They don't they don't really understand what it, what it is to have Andrew Wiggins on your team. <laughs> like to have hope in a player like that and then to have it just come crashing down they'll learn the Warriors will learn they have three more years so those big they're not boys keeping pop-
1: him. there's no way they keep him on that team if he if he can keep this somewhat level of productivity just have him a little bit of value they're gonna get him out of town bro there's no they're not gonna keep that contract on the books and the Warriors are smart they know what they're doing
0: well, and the fact too that once Clay Thompson comes back next year, that's just less shots that Andrew Wiggins is gonna get. So he's gonna and become disinterested who knows, Maybe he's Ryan. a Harris.
1: Maybe he's just a Harrison Barnes for them. You know, just yeah. that, just play defense and take decent or like high percentage shots. You know, but
0: very expensive Harrison Barnes.
1: <laughs> very expensive. <laughs>
0: All right. Oh, shoot. I suppose we'll move on enough of the Tim Rolls and all the trash talk again. <laughs> we got to get it at every episode until the Tim Rolls start being relevant again. Um, all right. So next thing I have written down is last night, LeBron had a triple double in a win. Um, he had 28 points, 14 rebounds and 12 assists. Anthony Davis was not playing, um, What do you guys think about that? You think he could be in the the MVP talks by the end of the season if he keeps up his – how he's playing right now?
2: Uh, I mean – He's in it every year, isn't he? Yeah, that's – his name's LeBron James. So whether he's good or not, he's placed in that top five every year. It realistically doesn't matter what he does. I don't think he's an MVP. I don't think, like, I think I've said this before. I don't think he's been an MVP for the last two, three years. Um, I'm not, that is not taking away from how good LeBron is. But that, I'm just saying, if you're talking about most valuable player, it's, it's Giannis, it's Bradley Beal, it's Luka, it's, you know, it's, uh, maybe not Luka this year. I don't know. Wait, wait, wait. did I'm you say wondering. Bradley Beal? Yeah, I think Bradley Beal is an MVP candidate.
0: Ufta, there's no
2: way. Yeah.
1: Uh, that he won't no. have enough
2: wins to That's the yeah. thing. Well, he he's not going to be looked, on the Wizards. He's not going to be on the Wizards by trade deadline.
1: You really I I've heard, <laughs> I haven't heard any talks about that for a while. Like I, I, ever since he came out and said he doesn't want to be traded, I haven't heard anything.
2: I, I just saw a report yesterday that said the uh, that he wants out, but the front office wants him in. So he's, like, said – That just completely
1: contradicts the last thing that just came out where he said he didn't want to go anywhere, though. Yeah, but he said – We're not gaining any –
2: I think he said it to players. I think that's where the reports – Nobody's coming out and said, I said Bradley Beal wants out. Yeah, yeah. That's why it's all, like, shady business because nobody's coming out and saying, me, I am saying I want out, you know. Mm -hmm. I don't know. He's talking to people. People are letting – I don't think he'll be there by trade that line. No shot. He's too good of a player. He's scoring 35, 36 points a game. How does that not belong on a contender? Yeah. I don't know. I would pay more for him right now than I would have paid for James Harden.
0: So, you think, oh, man, you would have given up more than, like, what? What is it, five first-round picks that they gave up for James Harden? The Nets did?
2: Plus two good well, it, depends. Yeah, it, it depends what team you're talking about, but I'm like the Sixers, I'm doing that. You're From gonna need year, to,
1: you're gonna need it? to put in like players for that too. Like he's no contender is gonna be able to get Bradley Beal without giving up a like their depth, you know? So like there no contender is gonna just pay for him unless it's like i don't even know who would go after him because if you trade like you're gonna have to trade a big piece of your team for him and i know he averages 35 but then he's not going to be the like i know he's going to get his like 25 27 points a game but like do you risk you don't need to trade
2: a big guy you need to trade a big contract and then you need to have a valuable piece so it would be like a sixer like the sixers have the perfect Scenario to do it. The Warriors have are key because they, they got Wiggins on there.
1: You could throw Wiggins in a trade with our first round pick for that. For, isn't
0: Bradley yeah. Beal on the last year of his contract? Isn't like that's yep. a ton to give up for one year possible. Because he could he could walk, you know, he could end up walking and leaving He's the team. He's not to gonna
2: walk on a contender though.
0: Everybody said that about Jimmy Butler too when he got traded to the Sixers. So
2: there there is a there I don't know. So with the <laughs> NBA and there's the tampering stuff, it, it's a little hard to say this, but there to an extent, when you make a trade for a superstar in this last contract, there is some agreement that He's like, stay there I'm after giving you that. all this, yeah. you got to sign, you know? I mean, if it's called tampering, like there, you can't, that's not allowed, but in the NBA, that is allowed, you know, like they do allow that a little bit. It happens whether you like it or not. They, they're not going to give up five first-round picks. Like, if James Harden was on his contract, and that's when they gave all that up and then watched James Harden walk away, then there's an agreement beforehand, before the trade even happens, let alone the contract.
1: But does that mean they give up – like, you don't have to give up as much for Bradley Beal, though, since he is on that last year, and there is a chance of him not signing? 100%.
2: If you look at the James Harden trade and the Bradley Beal trade, the James Harden trade is going to look out of this world. Mm -hmm. But Bradley Beal, I mean, if you're the front office, I would argue that. I would say, hey, he's on his last deal. You know, you don't know. We should get a discount. Yeah, for (laughs) sure. 20% off.
0: I just – I still don't think that the Wizards trade him, honestly.
1: Yeah, I don't see. I don't see. Just because Brad
0: has he's come out and said multiple times that he does he doesn't want to get traded.
1: And even if that's not the like the case, that's like that automatically stops teams from calling. Like they're they're going to call, but the front office is going to be like, no, he wants to stay here, so like they're not going to do it. And the Wizards haven't came out and said anything about a rebuild at all. So maybe they're eyeing someone in this in the draft or something that they want to put like a big they can't
2: afford to make one move they can't afford anything they can't if you have they have russell westbrook on their team what are they going to do i mean that financially maybe they can but like mentally you can't make a move russell russell westbrook he's a brick he's so bad this year i mean bradley beal is putting up 35 and you're not winning games (laughs) So if you make a move, what are you making a move for? And if you let Bradley Beal walk, you're letting him walk into free agency with getting zero for him. I don't know. I don't see all that happening. That's a lot to lose. And you think Bradley Beal is going to sign with a three and eighteen team? I don't. I don't see it.
0: He's yeah. eligible for a super max, so I think yeah. I a-
2: think there's a decently
1: po- decent possibility that he resigns. But a Supermax at twenty eight years old.
0: Yeah, I mean, if he's eligible for it, why not get your bag? Because that's Bradley. all the players care about these this these days. So. Bradley
1: Beal came into the league not ex- like second hand man. Like he n- didn't expect to get anywhere near this uh um what the hell is it called? Like this amount of money. Like he was like this all mo- all this money would have went to John Wall if John Wall would have never gotten hurt. So Bradley Beal was might just take the money. He knew like. You'd be lying if you told me five years ago that Bradley Beal would be up for a Supermax next year. Like, you know, that they're going to offer him a Supermax. Bradley
2: be- Beal has always been undershadowed by... Yeah, I know. That's I what don't say. know why. It blows my... It hurts my mind to think about it. But it's what it is. He's been good. And before
0: John Wall got hurt, he
2: was the real deal. Like, he was a top five-point guard in the NBA. In that, he that. I don't understand where this, like... Bradley Beal was coming out of nowhere. Like Bradley Beal was stepping up. He wasn't even an All Star last year. He didn't make an All NBA team last year. He's putting thirty five up a game. I I guess I guess I'm missing something about Bradley Beal that everybody else sees. And I mean
1: I don't I know. I just I always just saw him as a second hand like the second option. I never saw him as the first. I always like.
2: You thought was, John Wall was better than Bradley Beal.
1: A hundred percent, I did. You you thought the whole time John Wall was or Bradley Beal? Was I better didn't
2: than, think he was better. I didn't think John Wall was better than Bradley Beal.
0: Why not? He was yeah. like I said, what? he was a top three point guard in the NBA at that time. Like he was, he was really good. John Wall was a bucket,
2: Bradley and he Beal's was been athletic right inside shit. the whole time. Yeah, and that's why they were every I, single step of the way.
1: I, but I, I always just saw Bradley Beal as a second option. I never thought for a second that Bradley Beal was better than john wall i uh,
2: saw him as a cj mccollum
1: yeah that exactly what i, I dude the backcourts of the wizards and the trailblazers were equivalent for at least three years at some point like from 2017 to 2020 they were equivalent or wait until whenever john wall got hurt i saw them as the same thing they got two good guards that just aren't uh, like besides because dame and john wall were superstars you know and Bradley Beal and C.J. McCollum were the second option. And that's just how I saw it. I think that's how everyone else saw it, unless you're coming out saying that you always thought Bradley Beal was better. But I think everyone else I never always, thought. I
2: never thought that one of them was better than the other. I've thought that Bradley Beal and John Wall were a the same.
1: Yeah, I never thought that. I always thought Bradley Beal was a, pretty far behind John Wall because John Wall was taking – all of the attention. John yeah, Wall was doing yeah. everything. That
2: well, that's it, right? Like, if you're talking attention-wise, and who's like, who's getting the hype and and all that, it was John Wall, like hands down. Yeah, yeah. John Wall is the more fun player. He's way more fun to watch. He's way more explosive. He's a different player. But
1: Bradley Beal is just as good. Just as well, good. we know that that this now, but back then, I. Never would have said that. I thought Bradley you,
2: was better than John Wall. John Wall never would have gave him the time to. Yeah. to he would if Bradley Beal would have taken those shots, uh, like the shots that he's taken now, and controlling the team like he is now, it would be a. Well, that's that. just it.
0: I was just gonna say that. Like Bradley Beal didn't really get a chance to show what he can do until John Wall got hurt. So that's why. That's why everybody was in the camp that John Wall was better than Bradley Beal. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah, that I that solves the argument right here. I think that 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 point I just made. I think that's what you kind of have to realize is that everybody knew John Wall was the real deal because he did it on both ends of the floor. He was a top five, top three point guard in the league for multiple years in a row. You know, yeah. Let's not, I'm not saying that Bradley Beal wasn't good then. Like, yeah, he was good, but he wasn't the superstar that he is now because yeah. he never got a chance to show that he could be.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, I can, yeah, I can agree with that. Yeah.
0: Mhm.
2: Yeah, uh, I but
1: he
0: still doesn't get traded
2: by the deadline. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. I think he's going to
1: stay there. And the Wizards if he moves the Wizards are just going to look like idiots cuz they just let him walk for nothing. And that's another what happened who was what happened like who did so that right happen now, with last year? Who did that happen with last year that you just
2: let yeah, walk? Yeah, it happened. It happens well, Bogdanovich. It Bogdano, Bogdanovich. Yeah,
1: Bogdanovich. Yeah.
2: They let Bogdanovich walk. And it was Bogdanovich, and the Knicks got ripped a new one. The media destroyed them yeah. for just letting Bogdanovich walk. Which, well,
1: it's a it's a dumbest move in sports. If you know right. that they're they want out or they're not looking like they're gonna sign, you ship them out. The contract no- is up. It's a new. It's a no brainer. But the Wizards aren't like, like. I think it,
0: that the difference between Bogdanovich's situation and Beal, is Bogdanovich that isn't
1: isn't a superstar. Bogda, that, like yes. Beal is a legit superstar, and Bogdanovich yes. was just a role player who can get you solid point, like solid contribution. That's what I'm saying. If you let a a superstar
2: oh, yeah. walk, if you let somebody, I'm not disagreeing really with you at all. Team, I don't know. I don't know. Because you, no G- you could get a lot for – You could get a shit ton for Bradley So, right now, you're the Wizards organization. You're banking on him just saying, oh. we're a dog shit team. We're going to get a good pick, and you're going to stay and re-sign a max deal, right? Like,
1: no, hey, no, we're going to get – We're,
2: we're going to hope and pray that we get a good pick, so you should you should come sign a max deal, even though we won three games last season.
1: If I was the Wizards, I would have shipped them out as we were dealing with Russ and Hart, like – dealing John Wall to the Houston because you just know as soon as you like Russell Westbrook and him weren't going to go out and win you 50 games this year. Everyone knew that. They knew that that wasn't going to work. So I would have dealt Everybody's, them together. Yeah. I, I would have shipped Bradley Beal and John Wall out together while they're still hype around there and just bring all the everything to Washington and just have like deal with Russ's fat ass contract next year or something like that. Like, I don't know.
2: Yeah, I think I think you can do more with Ru- Russell Westbrook if you just have him
1: yep, on a team by could, himself. He could bring up his value just a tad bit more with that usage. Yep. Like he, he would just have the ball in his hands the whole game. And, yep, Russ and you
2: either sh- get trade value for him or your team's going to – and you, get, you do get trade value for him because yep. he's that type of person who needs the ball. And your team's going to tank. So it's and he's like done win. it
1: he's done it before he's been on a terrible team and he just wins games for him because he just give like he draws so much attention not that anymore he, well yeah not anymore but back then he just drew so much attention that you just threw it out to yeah. the role players and they hit shots
2: yeah old Russ old Russ was that's time that's tough now you got to say that this just, just thing Russ- past we're past the days of saying Russell Westbrook is insane like he's a triple double machine he can now it's old Russ. he costs you he's poison he's toxic
1: got it with a fat ass contract it's a sad day how many years left does he have on that three
2: i bet i think he just signed it
1: no
0: it's like one or two i think
2: you got 45 a year i think 40 45
1: Mm -hmm. five year deal Hold on a second. He's a free agent in 2023, so he's got two more years two left. Years. He's going to make 41 mil this year, 44 the next year, and 47 in 2022. Russell Westbrook could just retire right then and there. He made his bread. And he, like, Do you think Russ is going to ring chase, though? Do you think he would be able to go to a team and ring chase, or do you think he's just going to be done? He's going to go to a shit team and just melt away.
2: I mean, every role – so it would have to be like a Dwight Howard situation, right? Like, he'd just – where he has this mindset of he's the guy, he's the guy, he's the guy. And then at one point, it just – that foot switches. And he's all of a sudden, like, huge team guy, like, get everybody the ball.
1: Make those
2: hustle plays.
1: Well, him – but him having that one good game like a couple of weeks ago or whenever it was, the media just hyped him up right after he had that good game. And I don't think he's done anything since.
2: I promise you he hasn't. But yeah. they won a game since.
1: He had like 40, didn't he? I think they
2: won last. Yeah.
1: I don't,
0: know. I don't know. I could kind of see him doing a ring chasing thing because you look at like back in the 90s or like early 2000s, like he had a, a elite point guard like Gary Payton. What did he do? He went and played in Miami for a little bit and tried to ring chase. He played with the Lakers for a little bit to try to ring chase. And, you know, it worked for him. He was he was good as a backup point guard. But I don't know. Russ
1: you know, would I'd only be good if he just played like played defense and didn't shoot. Like if he just didn't shoot three pointers, like he hurts your team if he's shooting, you know. And especially if he gets in it in his head, like I made one, like I'm gonna keep shooting. Like, he needs um, to be—he
2: needs to be Rondo. Yeah, Ron, he yeah, he'd be a perfect Rondo. I mean, mm-hmm. play defense. He's just got go the make size plays and attack that rim. Just run at the rim. Don't he's even got, look at the three-point line.
1: He's got size. He's got some athleticism left he's not completely gone so he could still contribute easily on a team but he just got he just has to know that his time has passed he's not a number one anymore
2: yeah you're gonna get rebounding you're gonna get playmaking he'll get you that attacking to the basket he's a big body I think if you could get him for the right contract is all I don't know he'll, he'll sign like about-
1: a, I bet he'll sign like a 10 to 12 million deal after this i apparently.
2: totally disagree with that you i think you if don't that think he will go see, for that if you see him start ring chasing he's gonna take a fat contract but he'll also like he'll go on like a mediocre team that might have a chance uh, i don't see russ being like oh yeah i'll take less money no shot
1: i think so i think he made enough money off this fat contract that he just got that he's like all right i'll take million to come try to win a ring, you know?
2: Yeah, that's what people thought about Carmelo Anthony, too.
1: Well, Carmelo's always been about the money, though.
2: Hey what is Russ shown?
1: I mean, he wanted to win with OKC. He got him to the playoff. I mean, Melo just... I don't know. Do you think Melo's a Hall of Famer? I
2: don't know. Easily? Easily? What the hell? Don't
1: Just because he... (laughs) Wait... Wait, why? Though? How
2: is this a debate? Why? <laughs> he's one of the greatest scorers of all time. Okay, so
1: just because the points—that's okay. That's that's all I needed.
2: Well, what else? What else has he done? Yeah, what that's mean? why
1: I, he's literally done nothing
2: else besides scored thirty thousand points. He's, exactly, but he's a no doubt Hall of Famer. Like he dominated in the mm-hmm. league when he was like. It, the, I don't know. It's hard to argue that he's not a Hall of Famer. There's some people who like if you want to say like oh he won a ring so you should be in the hall of fame or like you have to win a ring to get in the hall of fame Mm -hmm. that's complete bullshit i don't agree with that oh i'm not saying that that, he hasn't but he hasn't
1: won an mvp he hasn't Mm -hmm. like he hasn't even made it to conference finals for how long like he like he just hasn't done anything besides score and like if that's the only reason i understand why he's in the hall of fame but if they're gonna try to tell me otherwise like i wouldn't agree with that like, if you try to, there's
0: multiple it. scoring titles. And, you know, if, if you're elite at one thing in the NBA, that's going to get you a trip to the,
2: the yeah, Hall of Fame yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Especially when it comes to the scoring. Hall of Fame is, yeah, the Hall of Fame, I mean, they kind of just hand it out. You can talk about the best of the best, but th- like you said, they do get handed out once in a while. So there's a few players in there that you could be like, this. what is this guy doing? Do you think, so do you think if Melo goes
1: anywhere in that, other than the lebron draft and he's not with wade lebron do you think he gets a, as much hype or do you think that he's just mellow he would score and he would just get the hype cuz i think i think if the biggest reason why he was able to like get up or like become a superstar is cuz he was in that 03 draft and had so much hype around him and i he did oh, go to the –
0: when he score. was with denver he was lethal he was so good, and he led that team. It was a shit team, too, for multiple years. He led that team to deep playoff runs, and, I mean, when you do that as a young guy, as he was, he was the main scorer from the mm. from the start, you know. He, that's where he made his name, and I think that's why he was hyped so much for his whole career and why he had such a, a huge legacy behind him, you know. And when he was with the Knicks, when that whole trade happened, uh, the Knicks were, like, Everyone who is a Knicks fan was ecstatic because we just got one of the best scores in the NBA to come on our team, you know?
1: And the putt he just takes all the money from everyone else, even though it is New York and you can pay people.
2: It, it just
1: sucked up the money.
2: He had a tough front office both ways. I mean, he's he's a difficult person to play with a little bit because he does need the ball a lot. But You was, saw that like, with
1: Houston and when he was trying to find a spot. You know, he was out of the league for like a year, right? Mm -hmm. like he couldn't he couldn't figure it out he couldn't figure out that he's not his old self Well, he
2: lost his athleticism he lost lost that 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 power that got him that open shot you know I mean he Mm -hmm. could always get an open shot but he you could tell he lost that step yeah but he did it like what Dwight Howard did you know I mean maybe Russ does that but do you see Russell Westbrook being that I could I, don't, I, I could don't it but not for like a couple of
1: years. I think he's still got this in his head that he's like
2: Yeah.
1: one of the best point guards in the league, which he is nowhere near anymore.
2: But like, like that mindset I feel like is so deep in his mind. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if a guy like Russell can get that. He's out. been
1: the, he's been a top 5 point guard for the last 10 like 7 years,
2: right? Since like 2016. Statistically, yeah. Statistically he's been the top. Yeah. I mean, he hasn't brought him anywhere. They haven't, yeah, I understand he hasn't that. done anything in a playoff game for years now.
1: But he has always been the only one on his team. Besides, as soon as Kevin Durant left, who have they brought in to help him Why, with the Thunder? They didn't bring anyone.
0: Yeah, Paul George.
1: Oh, yeah, I they, guess he They did tried it Paul with George. him, and,
0: and Melo was there too.
1: So, yeah, it's just him. I guess it's, he just can't figure it out. I forgot that Paul George was on that team for – a year or two, two years. Yeah, uh, two, two years. And and got and that, bo- that was... They got bopped. They got bopped by good. the Blazers twice, right in the playoffs. Yeah, it's kind of funny.
0: It was a good team. That that first year was a really good team. And yeah, Paul George had his best. Almost, I think it was his best statistical year ever. Like, and it was He was, that in he was
1: MVP running or MVP race, right?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I don't know I hope I want to see Russ find that mentality and just be like all right I'm not the best guy anymore just like help a team win but it definitely won't be until that contract is done I don't like I don't see him doing that until that contract is done because you can't go on a contender with that contract because with Mm. a contender you already have like 80 mil between your two stars you know
2: well, if you're paying a star that much, he has to put up that money. He has to put at, mm-hmm. at least 25, and Russ is not putting up 20. So it's – yeah. It's pretty easy I to think, say that Russ sucks.
0: I think his ego is way too big for what he's doing on the court, you know? Mm-hmm. And he just got that mindset of, like, I'm going to get mine. I don't care what what goes on or how good I am. I don't really give a shit. Like, I'm going to get my money for the next few years, and that's it. And I don't – it's hard to say what his future holds for him. Um, if he can be a a valuable ring chaser, like a backup point guard off the bench or something like that, or just someone who doesn't need to, to be in charge of running the offense. You know, I don't know if he can do that. Like you, like you were saying,
2: I don't know. By the time we get to that point where we're talking about that, he's already mid to late thirties. It's not happening. Russ isn't winning a ring. It's just kind of sucks. I could actually see him coming to the Timberwolves, though, doing, like, a deal like that where the Timberwolves would actually give him some extra money. Come on, like, a – we we can't recruit big stars to Minnesota, so you might as well get veterans, you know, that have something left in them. I think we did that with KG. We brought in what, – what was it, like – I think – I don't know. It was that year that we made a run in playoffs. We brought in some – we had, like, two really old – was it Mawberry?
0: Yeah, it was uh, yeah Stephen Marbury and Sam Cassell.
2: Cassell, yep, there, yeah, those two, and then they made a good run. Yeah. So maybe maybe Minnesota does a thing like that with some old veterans coming through because there, if you think about it, like you've seen it, it's an end of an era. There's going to be a lot of old, really good people that are just going to die off here in the next really
1: good fucking like. Yeah, I was thinking about that the other day. Like Steph, Steph can play like be a Ray Allen and just go sit in corners until he's 40, you know, like they'll, they will find him open three pointers and he will make them until like, he doesn't rely on athleticism at all. He can dribble the ball with everybody else. You know, as long as his knees and like his ankles don't give out on him, he could play until he's 40 easily. Just sit in the corner. He won't be, he will not be the stuff we see right now by any means, but he could just be a Ray Allen, sit in the corner and shoot three pointers. And like, if you can get him on your team, Late, even the late years, I would take him, like in a heartbeat, because he can just be a distraction. Because you have to guard him, you can't leave him out there; otherwise, he's going to make him on you.
0: The thing is, though, he's a point guard, so he's going to be the one dribbling the ball up. He's going to be the one initiating the offense. But he could
1: go to a shooting
2: guard very easily. You know, like
0: he's too small. I think
2: I see. I don't see Curry. Curry is I going can... to be a warrior until the day he dies. Oh yeah, yeah. Like sure. he's not going anywhere else. So it's whenever the Warriors run stops. The dynasty? And they can't they can't bring any more like free agents in or anything like that. I think that'll be when Curry calls it. I don't know. I I think well, you're right. I think I think he could play for a while. Yeah, I don't yeah. Think he will.
1: Yeah, I'm not saying he will play until then. I'm just saying he could very easily stay in the league until he's like 30. Ah, I don't
2: know about very easily. Injuries so. as soon as the older you, as soon as you hit 30, those injuries. Well, obviously like injuries aside,
1: like as soon as an injury hits, that whole take goes out the window cuz he's there's 38. Talking about
2: playing to 40.
1: Yeah, but I'm just there's, saying
2: there's but he's sitting I mean, and it's Steph. Like Steph has known for look at
1: look at Kyle Korver though. Ankles.
2: Kyle Korver just fucking
1: sat in the corner, shot three pointers, played until he was like thirty-seven. Like the man can just sit, do the exact same thing. He doesn't have to put up thirty a game, like he is now. He just got to sit and yeah.
2: make make shots. And he, the problem is, they're probably paying him thirty-eight mil a game to take. You know I, I don't know, I don't know. Uh, yeah, that was just like, I was just pointing that out. But
0: So one of the things that you brought up earlier, Lee, was uh, you asked if Melo would be a Hall of Famer. I know this is kind of off topic from what mm-hmm. we're talking about now, but you brought it up, and I, I think that's a good discussion to have. Um, just kind of go through some recent players uh, or older players now and kind of see if they deserve to be. In the Hall of Fame because I've ever since you said it, it's just been going through my mind. I can't get it out, so we just gotta mm-hmm. talk about it. Yeah, so, all good. Dwight Howard, Dwight Howard. Do you think he can? Is, is yeah. he gonna be Hall of Fame? Yeah,
1: yeah. He, has he solidified
2: defense. it with yeah. that championship last year too. Easily,
1: he has those Defensive Player of the Years too. So it's not like he was garbage back then. He was the best center in the league for
2: oh yeah four or five years. He was the one of the most dominant uh. rebounders, shot blockers. Like he was like, he was kind of Rudy Gobert in a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. right? With, yeah. I think more athletic and more scoring too. I don't know. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. He's an he, he's an easy hall of famer. Mm-hmm. If
1: he doesn't go to and the, I, ma- if he doesn't go to the magic for his like younger years, I bet he would have been, he would have won a ring or two back then. I bet. Better front office, better. Team he almost got him up. a ring back in. I know he like, did. 20,
0: tw- was it 2009? Yeah.
1: Yeah, when he lost to Kobe, right? Yep. Uh, and uh, I don't even know who was on that Magic team either. I couldn't tell you. Like
0: J.J. Redick, Jameer Nelson, um, Just, tr- Just Hedo <laughs> It's just a bunch of no namers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think Richard Lewis is on the team too. So yeah, I mean, yeah, he was really dominant, and that's how they got there. Yeah. Yeah. What he's, about? He's um, the what about like Rajan Rondo?
1: That one's up in the air a little bit more because he didn't, he wasn't necessarily ever like the number one guy. He was never the one, number one guy on his team when he won a championship, but he always did contribute. Like he always did put up those weird ass stat lines, like 20 assists, like 10 rebounds, and like five points. You know, he's like a Draymond Green type of guy. He just does the does that type how of many?
2: Stuff. How many rings does he have?
1: Three, it's, two? Two. Yeah. Two, yeah,
2: two. He absolutely deserves to be. Mm-hmm. Hall of Fame. He's maybe one of the greatest role players you'll Mm -hmm. ever see. You can talk about Lou Williams winning six men of the year. Honestly, if you want to be be honest, I don't think Lou Williams belongs in the Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. I don't. I would definitely without a doubt put Rondo in there. He's -hmm. been a part of countless NBA, like whether they made it to the championship, he's always in the playoffs. He's always like a centerpiece of that team and he's always involved. Whatever team and and he doesn't no he doesn't lose you games.
1: Old, he doesn't yeah, lose exactly. you games. And that's yep. I see him as a Hall of Famer for sure.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um without him the the Celtics never would have won the title in 08. You know, no n- never n- never would have even got close.
2: Huge part in that, yeah.
0: And I think that the Celtics did Rondo dirty by trading him uh, when they did. Um I think they kind of ruined his mindset and his mental aspect of the game. Um it also happened with Isaiah Thomas too. And granted, he had injuries that happened to him, but it's like why what's what is the Celtics deal? Why do they have to keep trading players who are extremely good for them? And then they just fall off the face of the earth the next year or two after. Like because you look at Ronda when he got traded to the Avery Bradley. Was it the Kings? Yeah, he got traded to the Kings and he was he was okay but then he went to the Pelicans and then he went it's the Mavericks. And it's like, what, why? Like, why would you trade a guy like Rondo, you know? It's,
2: they, they do it all the time too. I don't know if Boston thinks that they need to trade good players to just stay, like, if that's just going to help them stay relevant in the future. Uh, I mean, they've made it work, I guess, right? They're always in the playoffs. They have great players constantly so they're doing something right but i agree they they screwed over rondo they put rondo in a loop you know he they totally it affected his career in a way that you can't deny and it's the same with isaiah thomas i i'll go down until the day i die he's the he was the most fun player to watch in in basketball he he just was and then they like you said with injuries and stuff you never know but they didn't give them a chance. They just said, you got an injury, let's give up. We're giving up on you. Like that, it was that, that, I I don't know. I felt so bad when that happened.
0: Yeah, and from the Celtics standpoint, when that happened, it's, I understand why they did it because they had a chance to get Kyrie Irving and you, you have to pull a trigger on something like that. But if you look at, isaiah thomas the year before he had multiple 50 point games he led him to oh my deep playoff runs he was so good as a 5-9 point guard or five, 11 point 11 whatever he is
2: MVP, like talks yeah for well, sure five, nine, isaiah thomas yeah was putting up 50 points a game like ruining people's playoffs. it's like what is happening right now it was
1: funny uh he came out and said something he was like all you guys forgot that I busted your favorite point guard's ass all last season <laughs> yeah. or something like that. Yeah, that was super funny to see.
0: And he just saying he did all of that before Jason Tatum, before Jalen Brown got there. Like he was leading that team to the deep playoff runs with Jay Crowder, Dude. Avery Bradley, Kelly Olynyk. Like, holy crap! Well,
2: okay, how? Hey. No, Avery Bradley was good for them. I w- I but- okay, yes,
0: I agree. Avery but still
2: <laughs> was like yeah. three, he was one of the best. Three and D guys. Yeah. Kelly Olinick was hitting threes at an insane rate. That did was They, have, they had Al Horford
1: too, right? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Al Horford was good was for out. them too. They had a decent team. He was obviously the center point, but they had the solid role guys. They around had them.
2: all that and they had him, and then the next year was Jalen Brown. Then or wait, was it Tatum or and then the next year was Tatum like that could have been such a good team that they had put together, you know, and they just yeah. moved on so quickly. And Kyrie tough.
1: did not fit in that team at all. No, not no. one Jesus, bit.
2: no
0: Mr. Flat
2: Earth. <laughs> well, they tried to give him they tried to give him his own team, I think. Like they tried mm-hmm. to say, here's like a big market, here's Boston. He couldn't do it. But Kyrie can't do that. I think everybody knows that Kyrie isn't that good. He needs another superstar.
1: He was with Cleveland. I bet in
2: that, like, the – He wasn't really good
1: until LeBron got there.
2: They would have been wishing for an eight seed the whole time Kyrie was there. Oh, yeah. He would have never
1: gotten them, like, a ring. I'm just saying he was good. Like, he was a fucking top five point guard easy, like, when LeBron was in Cleveland and, like, before them too. Like, a year or two before. He was still – he was really good. I don't know.
0: I don't know how I feel about that.
1: <laughs> Maybe, and I'm probably forgetting about a lot of point guards back then because that was six years ago. But I mean,
2: I've never yeah. been big on Kyrie, so
1: I know that you fucking hate Kyrie.
0: <laughs> so, um, one other guy, I he he retired last year, and he's been he had a really long NBA career and i've Vince heard carter yeah i've heard him in discussions before about this whether or not he makes the hall of fame what do you what do you guys think
1: that one's up in the air the only way he gets it now is because he played for so long that like i don't see he, he didn't,
2: he didn't really, even play his last yeah
1: that's what games. i'm saying he like didn't even do it like
2: why would that help him get him anyway because he it's his name
1: minutes. is just to hear like you know his name has just been here up until now. I don't think not.
2: Nah, that's not how that works. It's not that. I hope
1: hard. not. But that's the that's the only reason I see him getting in. He didn't do anything. Like he, other than his dunk contests and stuff like that, and like the few years he had with Toronto with him and T Mac, they didn't do it. Like he didn't do much at all.
2: I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I-
0: way out of Toronto, and it was ugly. You know, in um he went to New Jersey after that and he was really good. He played really, really well over there. And then, you know, that's when he started kind of bouncing around to different teams and played with Dirk in, in Dallas and he played multiple other teams too. Yeah. So I don't, I don't honestly think I can put him in the hall of fame. Um,
1: He was a good player. He was a great, he was a pretty, he was a really good player, but just not a hall of fame. He wasn't like, Elite, like you said, at anything though, really. Besides dunking, like that was really yeah. his only thing.
0: I mean, he kind of made the dunk contest relevant again. Oh, for a hundred <laughs>
1: percent. But yeah. you see that with every generation. You have high flyers in every generation, you know. Mm-hmm. So they come and go, and no, yeah. you don't see any of them getting in the hall of fame. I know he had iconic dunks, and they're he, awesome. He but yeah, but like you see him every. I don't see. I don't see him as a hall of famer.
2: Yeah, I don't. I don't think he did enough. No, I don't, I don't think
1: see, so. I don't see an argument for that, you know? Like, like, he didn't do much.
0: Can you see an argument against, like, if people – Okay, so I I saw this on Reddit a while ago. It was trying to make the case to not put the three main Spurs guys on there when they had their dynasty. So, Tony Parker, Monta Ginobili, and Tim Duncan. Do you see any of them not making the Hall of Fame?
1: Tony Parker would be the only one, but other than that, he's gonna be in there. Whoa,
2: whoa! But I just you over Tony Manu? Parker uh, over Manu. I've, I don't know. I I think if out of all the three, I think Manu's not made. Like if I agree with not, that, I think it would be Manu. I wouldn't at Tony Parker, but dude, Tony Parker in his young days was elite. That guy was different. It wasn't talked about, super underrated. Super underrated beginning. They're all going to go
1: in. I think they're all going to make it, though. They will.
2: I think so, too. It's just a discussion
0: point that I saw that, you know, try to argue them not Mm -hmm. getting in. But they all three get in, in my opinion, because the the Spurs team was so good for a long time. And they were a a, a reason
2: for that. Yeah, if you want to watch a full basketball game, like every second is basketball, fundamental, like a just solid, really good basketball, watch a Spurs game the Spurs with Ginobili Duncan and Parker and I mean Kawhi like that team is solid that's about one of the team that won in in 2000
0: the team that won in 2014 over the heat when you had Tony Parker you had Danny Green Kawhi Leonard Boris Diaw Matt Bonner Tiago Splitter Tim Duncan like that team was so deep and everybody played their role perfectly like Perfect. like you said, everything was fundamentally sound. Everything was all about the next guy. It wasn't about one person. Like, yeah, Tim Duncan was probably the main scorer or you know, maybe even Kawhi. Oh, at Tim that point Duncan too. was
1: the number one guy throughout especially those first three championships they had or four, whatever they had in them. Early
2: 2000s, late 90s, whatever they had. I think that you could even five, argue, yeah. you could argue that Tim Duncan was the guy when yeah. Robinson was still there. I mean, yeah. Tim Duncan was so, so good, good. Tim so Duncan. dominant.
0: The difference with, with Tim Duncan being the guy, though, is that he didn't he didn't play like it, you know, like he, he scored whenever he wanted to. And he, he had, he was gifted like that, but he was going to give it to to Tony Parker or Manu or whoever needed the ball at that point, he would give it to him. There'd be no, he wasn't forcing shots. You know, he wasn't being a baby. If he didn't get a certain amount of shots that that's what made the Spurs so great.
1: That's one thing that I hate about like today, like, and like basketball in general is when people bitch about like, they win a game, but then they're like, Oh, I didn't get enough shots or, Oh, I didn't have enough. Point who fucking cares, bro. It's a team sport. You win. Good move on, bro. Move on to the next game. Do something in the next game to help your team win. You know, there's no reason to bitch and moan about losing or winning a basketball game because you didn't score or you didn't have the ball enough. I don't and that's
2: I, exactly why Tim Duncan never would even want a ring. Yeah. He was able to do that. He was able to bring a locker room together. He was able, I mean so listen. stupid give as much credit to Pop. He deserves a ton of the credit for that run, bringing that team together, keeping them together as long as they were. But Tim Duncan, as a solid piece, like who else would you want as your team captain? There's not, I wouldn't want anyone else. I wouldn't. He's a
0: guy that I could could probably vouch for being the Tim Rule's new head coach. how How much basketball he knows and you know just uh, the kind of guy he is i think that he could turn a team around oh, especially yeah. a team like the timberwolves you yeah, know <laughs> maybe maybe
1: he could get cat maybe he could figure cat out you know maybe yeah that's just, just it down. you don't think anyone could or what
2: cat's too far gone man <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay okay all right i'm glad you brought that
2: up just
0: because you you fucking hate cat and i i don't like that about you but that is what it is <laughs> i i, I still
2: ha- it, it, I still have faith in Cat. I, I, I think I, it, it blows my mind that you can have faith in a guy that is yeah. continuously oh, God, just beating <laughs> ass to the ground. He's the, like he's this big guy. He's the biggest thing to come to Minnesota since KG, and yeah. he's just says he's hurt. <laughs> That's what he wants. He just wants to be hurt. I, it's when a guy doesn't have any. It, any respect for a team it's hard to have respect back it's
0: tough i i don't know so my question to you being what 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 is the right move for either the timberwolves towards cat or what do you think that the right thing to do to unlock this guy if you if you think that needs to be unlocked or we say we're gonna fucking trade or you something
2: like that. or
1: yeah we're gonna fucking trade you unless you play there's no reason to keep him on the team if he's gonna play fucking 10 games a year. Him and Delos still haven't played together since that one game this season. So, what the fuck's going on? Like, what – like you said, he had COVID two or three weeks ago. He should be playing right now. There's no reason for him not to be on the floor right now. Like, unless there's personal stuff going on. But, like, everyone in his family has passed away this past year. So, like, you know.
2: We got any family
1: events? Yeah. Uh, I don't <laughs> – There's nothing there's no reason for him to be skipping basketball games. And at the end of the day, you should be playing even like there's been Isaiah Thomas played after his like his sister died the day before. And Isaiah Thomas played that game. There's no reason. Yeah, there's no reason for you not to be playing, especially like I understand you're on a shitty team and I understand you're losing games and it sucks. But you got to bring hope to Minnesota fans like you got to just give us something to cheer for, you know. And he's the only person there to cheer for. All There's it comes no...
0: down to is he's just got to do his job, do what he's getting yeah. paid to do and, you know, start showing up and, and giving a shit because he's just lost motivation. It looks like. So Peyton, I'm going to ask again, <laughs> what did, since you feel so strongly about it, what do you think is the right thing to do? And like, explain your course of action.
2: Yeah. I think the only thing that can fix towns, And I don't think you can do it in Minnesota is get him a superstar. That's better than him. You have to have somebody that's better than him so he can just sit back. I mean – And just you, fuck you, off. You can see it right now. He he doesn't want to be the guy. He doesn't. I mean, he's proven it. He, he's not coming out to play. He's not – so I think you got to do is you got – if you're the Minnesota organization, you either got to – you got to have a plan to bring in Bradley Beal or you got to trade – you got to trade Kat. Cat, and it, I'm not it, it makes
1: that, no fucking sense why he just doesn't have a killer instinct. I don't know. When Go you ahead. trade
2: Cat. I can promise you, if you trade him to a team that he has a better player than him on, he that trade is gonna look like ass to the Timberwolves because Townsend's gonna start looking good. It's gonna be like, whoa, this guy was hiding in Minnesota and being ass for all these years. What happened? Why is Minnesota rotting these players away? When realistically, Cat rotted himself away. I mean I think Cat is his own worst enemy and I think Minnesota is going to take the hit for it when his career is over.
0: And that's like like you just said Lee he doesn't have that killer instinct and I, no one knows why. Like you look at him and his Seven numbers he's tall, put up and he he's, can do
1: everything. He can do he's everything he to do.
0: He's going to go down as probably the best offensive center in NBA history but yet he doesn't biggest doesn't waste of wanna, talent. Yeah, doesn't want to do it like doesn't want to so weird help the team out i don't understand his, yeah
2: he could ease like i mean this is it it hurts to even say this now because it's it's like so far of a reach but he should be performing like anthony davis oh, maybe not on the defensive dude. end but on yes. the offensive end no line,
1: even on the defensive end he should be he bringing it on the He stretches
2: that floor so much and i i honestly think he's a better ball handler than anthony davis I think well, he definitely. could easily take people off the dribble better than Anthony Davis. I, I'm not saying that's what we need to do is have two dudes <laughs> on the right side of the court <laughs> isolating each other, but I'm saying that he can do that, and he's not doing it. Why? You
1: know? And the biggest thing is the defense. Why, where is it? Like, why don't you give, like, effort that's on defense? The that's you, the you are the biggest dude on the court. of the time, like you are the most skilled guy on the court. A lot of the time you should be able to fucking bring defense. You should be up there for depoy every single year. There's no reason you shouldn't be, especially on how bad of a team you are right now. You should be the number one defensive guy and number one offensive guy on the team. Like we drafted you number one with that expectation that you would come in and be that guy. And he just hasn't been that guy. Well, I mean, if you look at it,
2: your if your number one player can play offense and defense, it's so much easier to put players around. Him. Oh, easily! Like so, yeah. it may it opens up your world. Like Kat can just play offense, you know. So then you got to worry about getting all the defense. You got to worry about who you play. If your guy can play both offense and defense, it makes the uh, the rest of the team want to play defense, which is in the, the NBA is. Uh, it, it should be the highest rated thing of all, you know, defense just doesn't exist anymore. I don't, I don't know. It cats. He doesn't get it. And, and I think he's got he's gotta get a wake up call for him to get it. And I just don't think it's in Minnesota. I, like I said, I love cat. I love everything about him. I loved when he came here. It's just, it's time, you know, it's just time. That's like- all it is.
1: Like Kirk Cousins, just time to move on. It's it's
2: just time.
1: Like we could get so much for him that it makes us look stupid if we keep him any longer, especially if he just doesn't play games. Like that's the thing with Cat too is
2: that like he's young now. And look well, at yeah, what he's hard 20, he's
0: was. twenty-five. So I was just thinking about this in my head. He's twenty-five, and he's got like two or three years on his next contract. So if he takes the route of Signing another big, like, Supermax when he's eligible to stay in Minnesota. And just say he he's a Minnesota li- Timberwolves for life, you know. Do you think by the end of it, we will have won a championship? No, and and no. is he going to the Hall of Fame?
1: Fuck no. 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 He doesn't. He – I don't know. He just doesn't – he's not playing games. Why is he even
2: – like, if he goes That's on the, the same – about yeah. arguing anything about Towns is that, like, I would love to make that argument yeah. of, like, if, if he was a Timberwolves for life, but, like, he's been a Timberwolves for life so far, and his life has not consisted of, even, like, he hasn't played games. It's – you just hate this. You hate to do this. You hate to have an all-star play like this and just say, get the fuck out. Go.
0: Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's why I got so worked up before is because I, there's so much potential with him.
1: Yeah. yeah. I, Yeah, I I wish we could keep him like this dream scenario. You have top five center in the league. All you need is guard positions, which there is plenty of guard players out there. Like there's way less center like talent out in the league right now than there is guard guards have taken
2: over this, like all like the league. 100%. You can see that. I disagree. I just I I I'd love to argue that with you. Like or with with either of you. But like what every good team that has good guards has a good post. Yeah, like, but, no, that's what I'm saying. Like we
1: we have a good post player. We have him. Like why would we lose him? Why well, we need his guards. Oh, so. okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The hardest part oh, to get is a yeah, post guy, you. and we have him. We got him handed to us yeah, at the okay. number one pick, yeah. and now we're just it wasting is. him. So, half of it's on the front office, not bringing in guards, but half, like most of it's on towns for just not playing and giving the front office a reason to make moves.
2: Yeah, so. that's why I like Edwards, though. Edwards is gonna yeah. be like Edwards is an, another guy that's you know, he's risky, he could end up like Wiggins, but. He's a two-way guy already. He's mm-hmm. already bringing the defense. That's all you need. That, that, I just need to see that out of a rookie, and I'm okay. Maybe Towns will it'll rub off on him a little bit.
0: Let's play the hypothetical yeah. game here. So Look let's easy, just yeah. say, let's just say we get the number one overall pick. We just get lucky in, in the in the, the lottery, and we get the number one overall pick again. So it's looking like the consensus number one is Cade Cunningham. He just looks like he's the real deal. He can play point Which, guard, six, six, really good I mean, athletic. Um, he's playing okay at, at Oklahoma State right now. But, you know, he's still probably the consensus number one overall pick in a loaded draft. The draft is going to – it's loaded this next year. And it's going to be even more loaded next, next year. So, this hypothetical game that we're playing, we take Cade Cunningham. Do we use him as trade bait? Or do we trade D'Angelo Whoa. Russell at that no, point?
1: No, you trade fucking Russell. You ship Russell out. Okay. Russell, I don't even. I, I would ship Russell out now. I have no reason to keep Russell here. He is super inefficient. And like, I just hate. Like I like Russell. I just don't like the way he plays and how inefficient he is. He could be super efficient easily. Like, he can't. He has everything to make him an efficient basketball player. And he just isn't efficient. And so that's realistically.
0: The, realistically, the Timberwolves will never trade him. Well, not never. Not, not right now. Just because they traded for him to see how what it's hev- going
1: to... Yeah, with Towns. We don't yeah, know how that's going to be. how it works,
0: yeah. And they want a full season, at least, probably, to... Oh, to
1: we well, won't get it, though. We will not get it. Because Towns <laughs> just doesn't want to play basketball. Yeah.
2: But uh, I think, Tyler, you're on the right track there. I think if we get that number one pick, if we get Cade, the thing with Cade is that he's... He, He's 6'10", but he's a point guard. Six, he
0: no, he's 6'6". Six, of- six, six, six.
2: He's not 6'10". He's, yeah, he's not, not 6'10"? S- no. No. He's- no. But he's a point guard. He's a big – he's big, though. The, yeah. l- the point that I'm trying to make is, like, he's, like, shy, right? He's just an oversized oversized point guard, well, which I think you move D-loading to the shooting guard, and I think you give Kat – but I think, like, what you said is – they would give that one more year with cat and deloading. I don't think they would make any moves. I think that our bench would look different. I think that Okogie would be gone. I think Beasley would be gone. I think we would, we'd try and make some more moves to get different players in with, K- to fit with Cade. And cause then what it would be, it'd be Cade. Edwards. Deloading D-Lo Edwards. And, uh, no, 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 no. d Load would play the two. I, it would no, work. Sounds, yeah. It There's one. Ba-
1: There's only one basketball. You got to remember that. Well, I don't think.
2: Basketball. I don't think. I mean, I, I. It it would be a problem, but I don't think like Cade coming in and um, demanding the basketball would oh, be a yeah, problem. Oh yeah, he
1: wouldn't do that. Yeah, I'm just. I saying think that, that Edward is I
0: the think one. Edward's that would the problem. Well, D'Lo actually, he was really good at the start of last season when he played in Golden State, and he was running off-ball stuff like you when Steph Curry was That's, still playing before nice. he broke his hand. Dilo was a lethal shooter. You got to get him shooter. off ball. Yep. Uh-huh.
2: Get him in and more the off problem, ball situations.
0: The problem that the Timberwolves have right now is that we're we we have Ricky Rubio and I think we made that trade just to try to get him to be more of an off ball thing, but Ricky Rubio is so bad in our system. He's so bad.
2: And, and you that can see, made he no sense. he was top 5 in assists last year and where is he this year? He doesn't this yeah. this year. I,
0: the last, the last handful of games that I've watched, I have, you know, I've watched them with my wife and she says that not her. Sorry. Let me start over. I've watched them with my wife and I look over to her every time that Ricky Rubio is on defense. And if he lets his guy blow past him or if he like somebody messes up on defense, he, Ricky Rubio will literally be like, like, Oh, what the heck? Like, you know, he'll put, he'll throw his hands up. And it's like, dude, what kind of leader in veteranship is that? And it just translates to the other end of the floor. And I think that's why he's playing like dog shit this year.
1: Well, he doesn't want to be here. He wanted to stay yeah. with the Suns. He was so pissed when he moved from – when he got traded from the Suns. He liked being in Phoenix, and I don't – I don't uh, see why he would be happy with the trade to Minnesota. He would be on a winning team right now. He would be a great six-man for that team to come off the bench. Yeah. I don't know who, I
2: don't know who they sure have the people, after him, but – I'm sure the people in Phoenix liked him.
1: Yeah, they had he a was... guy
2: who came in when it was top five. Then you trade him into a place where we didn't like him when he left. Yeah, <laughs> we don't like him. Train for him. Like, what do you? I, I don't know. I, that one was a confusing move. That one I didn't understand. But what What are you going to do? You yeah.
0: know, pretty sure the only reason why the Timberwolves did it was to get off of James Johnson's expiring contract because he took that the player it's option.
2: Expiring.
0: Yeah, I know.
2: Just let it happen. Which they,
0: yeah,
1: especially with how shit our team is this year, you should just let him stay. You should he's have let him stay.
0: And then that's that's not to say like he they could still have traded him now. Like yeah, be like, okay, yeah. this team is dog shit. We have an expiring contract. Let's get a, a young guy and a draft pick back or something like
1: that. You know, yeah, like a third rounder gets or a second rounder gets something. They were man.
0: they were too trigger happy with that that move with the Rubio thing. And I I don't know. At first, I was really happy that Rubio came back. I was like wow this is great like coming back to Minnesota but it just slowly grew grew on me and now it's just it's just really obvious that it's not working for him here and I he's he's a sad boy now he really is down bad child, he is
1: man. down bad yeah seasonal uh depression disorder
0: yeah <laughs> oh man well I know I said I wasn't going to talk about the Timberwolves anymore so sorry I brought that up <laughs> <laughs> um I have a, a couple other couple other headlines if you guys want to hit those before we end with the, the trivia and the NBA history, unless you guys have something else you want to bring up quick. Oh,
2: I'm good. Not yeah, um no, okay. Good Sounds go. good.
0: So a couple other headlines here. Um I was gonna bring it up before when I talked about the LeBron triple double, and that led into a whole other conversation. Hmm. Um Draymond mentioned last week that um, he th- has never seen Anthony Davis out of shape and he thinks that he's out of shape right now. And that's why he's struggling this season. Um, do you guys buy that comment from Draymond?
1: Uh, no. Cause he referenced Anthony Davis being affected by the bubble. And I don't agree with that. There's no reason you should be affected by the bubble anymore. You had two months to get acc- accumulated to LA again after the season ended. And now it's been what, another two months, three months since season started he should be perfectly fine. He should be in game. He should be in the best shape of his life. He only had a two month off season, you know, like he shouldn't be out of shape at all. And if that's the reason why he sucks, that's super unfortunate for Laker fans. Cause that, that that's your number two guy or number one guy, whatever you want to look at like, He should be ready to go. You know, he shouldn't be slacking off at all. He's pulling a talents if, if he's out of shape, you know?
2: Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't got a whole lot to say about that. It's like, shut up about the bubble. You're fine. Yeah. It's Anthony Davis. <laughs> they'll be in the playoffs. Like, stop worrying yeah. about it. You know, like when he get when it comes down to it, he can be out of shape. Like what? Yeah, and think, and, and, I, and did you say he's playing bad right now? What's bad for what's what is bad out of shape uh, Anthony Davis putting up right now? I mean, well, if you want to really talk about it, this guy's putting up retarded numbers.
0: Yeah, he his his numbers are playing well, but I think the majority of Lakers fans are thinking that you know, well, first of all, Lakers fans' expectations are through the roof roof every year, (laughs) all the time. So they coming off that championship, I think they just expected him and LeBron to dominate again like they did in the
2: bubble, and but that's not how the NBA works. No, I agree. I agree. People don't show up till December in the or until like a week before the playoffs, like the regular season you have to realize that when it comes down to this the more and more we go and the more and more uh player safety player health you know which i do think it is a play thing a role. and it needs yeah. to be addressed you know it does but i i don't i don't whatever you know yeah. just,
1: <laughs> if you if know. if draymond green thinks that the only reason he is out of shape is or if Because he said that he did get a quote from the guy he asked him after he stopped playing like what's going on and he said the bubble and that should not be an excuse I don't you're in a luxury resort in Disneyland you're playing basketball the thing that you're supposed to love you know like there's nothing I understand you can't see your family and you can't see your friends and stuff like that but at the end of the day like you're around your teammates you're best friends with your teammates you're with them for 82 games of the season you're with them all the time so you're you're not really in that bad of a situation. And at like, what the second round, third round, you're able to bring family and friends in, like you had to, you had the option to bring people in. So you could have brought in your wife, girlfriend, whatever he wanted to see, whoever he wanted to have like relations with. So I don't see how the bubble affects them at all. I really don't understand that. And part of it is because we weren't in the bubble obviously, but how like, do you guys really think the bubble was that
2: difficult? Do you think it was that hard? No. I do think – I? so I, I'm i going to argue for the players here, right? So I do think mental health and all that – Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I understand that. Played a massive role in a few players, not in every player. Yeah. And the reports that you hear are only reports that players are giving you because the players were only ones inside the bubble. Mm-hmm the only thing that what they say is that when they bring up like you're alone all the time like okay you don't have your kid like if i if i had a kid and i couldn't see him for like months you know that it's a different that's tough you know yeah. it's a different story but they you're right they were able to bring him in they were able to have family in they room. i don't it didn't do enough to say that that championship meant a full championship you know like with fans that the bubble didn't equal a normal year championship. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. I always think that should have an asterisk by it, and I think that to the day it dies. But I do think that mental health did play a role in the bubble. Okay. Yeah, I
1: agree. I agree with that. I can. With agree that. With, yeah, I can agree, I can with, agree that. with that too. But I'm just saying, like, you're in a luxury resort, dude. You're at Disneyland. Like, you're not traveling anymore. Like, that takes like player health automatically gets better your sleep is better because you're constantly in the same spot playing in the same gym over and over again like i like the realistically the bubble should have been a dream scenario for some of these players you're around basketball something that you love to do
2: with no distractions and you have like the playoffs Miami heat. it was yeah. it was the perfect yeah. like if nobody on that team was affected by the bubble. And you saw that they all yeah. came in, they all came in with a mindset that said, we got to do what we got to do. We're coming in here as one, as a yeah. team, they, they used the bubble to their advantage, like no other team. And you, it proved that it brought them to the finals. Mm-hmm. You know, they had, I think like, uh, uh, kind of like when, like when we would take basketball trips, like the wilderness, you know, or we, we take it, uh, we do those pace setter tournaments. Mm-hmm. Like we're always with each other. And we're kind of like, it's the same thing as the bubble. Like we're always with each other. We're always hanging out, whether we like each other or not, we're always in the same room or next to each other. And I think that with the bubble, the heat and Jimmy Butler said, we're going to, I'm going to bring these guys together. We're all going to come together and we're going to be one. I don't think any other team did that. I think a lot of those teams were, I think a lot of those players who didn't do that were selfish and they, they use excuses Mm. I don't know. You gotta be careful with when you talk to the bubble. See I don't the know. thing
0: the thing is though, I think the players were it's you know, in the bubble while they were in the bubble,
1: they just how long were they in to, there? How long were they in there? Three months?
0: I think the Lakers were there for three months. There's some other teams who were only there for like a month, month and yeah. a half. So but what I'm saying is like they're used to going out and visiting other Visiting cities, they're used to going out and drinking, going out and partying, and everything. So then, for those players who love doing that, like it's not every NBA player, but for those players who do, they were stuck, you know. And I think that's where, like, a lot of the superstars they they tend to go for that rich and fun lifestyle, and they like to stay out late, especially like the James Hardens of ever of the player, you know, all the players. And um, I think that's the part of the bubble that you know just get over it you know you're here to play basketball you're not here to go out and party you know and that's what i think right like yep
1: like isn't wasn't isn't that like a topic like the distance traveled for nba finals like isn't that always something that talked about like from going from like florida to la like isn't that super far Uh, you didn't have to travel at all you're around basketball which every single player in the nba absolutely loves basketball there's no doubt about that and like like, how can you, I understand you're alone and stuff like that, but you're with your teammates. I just don't understand how you can complain. And obviously I have, I wasn't in the bubble, so I don't know what it was like, but like, you're getting paid to play basketball and that's what you were there for. Like, mm-hmm. you're not there to go out and party and do all the stuff like you said. So I just don't see that bubble playing that, like that big of a factor, especially four months after it with Anthony Davis, like you're, you're back in LA. You're back where you live with your family, with your friends. Like you can see everybody now. There shouldn't be any effects of the bubble right now, you know. It may be absolutely a couple months ago, yes, for sure. But now you're, you're accumulated or like you're back to your normal life. Like you're literally adjusted back to your normal life. I, like I don't see how the bubble could affect him at all.
2: Yeah, if a player came out and used the bubble as an excuse right now, they'd get ripped apart. Yeah. And like if they came out and said, Yeah, I'm still recovering from effects of the bubble, people would No, that shot. doesn't that you, yeah, they don't let that one slide. So I don't Draymond Green saying this stuff. Yeah Draymond Green had something new in the in the news <laughs> every week. So we gave him well, the attention that he wanted, I guess.
0: Yeah. Uh he did Draymond did have some pretty crazy stat lines he had what 15 assists or well i can't remember exactly what those the the one night i was watching yeah he he only had two points and didn't even shoot a shoot a jump shot or anything
1: (laughs) he had two points he had like i think he had like 10 assists six rebounds six steals three blocks like but he just wasn't scoring. He was doing everything else but scoring for that team. And that's what he's done his whole career. He's mm. done everything else that Steph, Clay, and all of them don't want to do. And he's a like, great at it. He's really good at it. You know? And obviously Clay plays defense. Steph is kinda he gets steals and they hide him on defense. But realistically, Draymond's always been the like the dirty player on that team. He, he like gets his hands dirty, gets in there and does all the dirty work for him. And he's doing it now. I mean, not as good as he used to do it, but they're not as good as a team as they used to be. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. Draymond Green still has some worth in the, in this, in the NBA. I don't care. Like Peyton, you can say whatever you want, but I like, if the well, warrior had that
0: discussion a while ago. Yeah. yeah
1: I, like, I think the warriors, if they got healthy next year, they could, they could make a run at it at least like the next two years, especially with Wiseman developing. I think they can make a couple more. They have two more or three more years tops to make another run at it
0: okay yeah so um yeah so the last the last talk talking point i had was the derrick rose trade that just happened a couple of days ago um the the pistons traded derrick rose for dennis smith jr and a second round pick mm-hmm. um do you guys think that it was good for either team or was it just kind of a a
1: trade doesn't mean anything that trade i'd t- Derrick Rose is not Derrick Rose of, like, a couple years ago where he dropped 50 with the Timberwolves, you know? He's older he doesn't – like, I understand that he's Derrick Rose and you want to give him an opportunity because he got fucked over when he tore his ACL, but I I don't see that trade making an impact, especially for the Knicks. Like, obviously it wasn't going to be that substantial of a trade trading Dennis Smith Jr., a guy who chose to go to the G League to get more minutes, so – I don't even know what their what their plan is with Derrick Rose, if he's gonna be their starter. Like do they, who's their starting point guard right now?
0: Uh I think Emmanuel Quickly is their, oh, their yeah, point he's, guard. He's, he's
1: good. playing really well. He's playing really well right now. Nile,
2: uh, yeah, they got Neela Aquino or whatever too. So yeah. yeah, I don't know what they're it, gonna do with them. That that trade I don't I think it was just like a I think it was a stupid trade for those teams to do. I don't. I think it was more of like a let's get Derrick Rose to like a big. Mar- I I think it was because, more like let's, I mean, let's reunite him Derek with Tibbs. Somewhere, you know,
1: reuniting it, him with Tibbs is, is it the, that
2: though.
1: Tibbs I, would be the only factor
2: that would make. Him. I don't still even think that was like that big of a deal because only like, he's not a Tibbs guy at all.
0: Yeah, the only thing that I can see from the a positive from the Knicks' point of view. For getting Derrick Rose and giving up a second round pick and a young player that you know, the, Dennis Smith, he wasn't going to play for him. He was like you said, he opted into play for the G League just to get minutes. Um, but well, yeah, the, the only the only positive I can see from this trade happening is having Derrick Rose be like a six man point guard off the bench and just kind of igniting the bench offense and be a little bit of a
2: scoring
1: veteran you know, yeah. yeah i mean he'll well, definitely help emmanuel quickly like he'll definitely yeah, give him pointers and stuff for sure
2: if you want to talk winners and losers nicks won this trade hands down yeah if you don't yeah. think about it twice when nicks won the trade i think it's stupid because i i mean i deserve credit i had derrick rose on my trading block, and he got traded the next week <laughs> i i don't know why he went to new york i don't know why other teams didn't make a move derrick rose is still a solid player to come off your bench if I'm a contending team, I'm definitely giving up a Dennis Smith Jr. and a second-round pick for Derrick Rose. Well, last year, there was, there was talks Thank for
0: – um what was it, Derrick Rose and Alex Caruso or something like that? There, the Lakers were talking about trading for which him.
2: Which, you do that. You yeah. take that trade. Yeah. Well, Who uh, yeah. the hell is Alex Caruso? <laughs> the White like, Mamba? He's I mean, Derrick Rose is on a great contract. I think he's getting paid – less than it's easily less than 10 mil a year for a guy who could easily be a six man of the year i'd take that like yeah, i don't know i why just don't I, I
1: don't know what the, the knicks are is. gonna do with him. i don't know what's the point of bringing him into the knicks where they're already like contending for the for a playoff spot they're not contending for a title you know like does derrick rose really fit into a team that's not contending well why did they sign
2: julius randall like so you can put up a triple double that's why (laughs) the Knicks have been a confusing team why did I? why did they sign Tom Thibodeau like the Knicks the Knicks and the Pistons like those guys go hand in hand they don't know what they're doing and it's about as clear as it gets right here like I don't I don't know
0: yeah it was a weird move and honestly if the Knicks keep playing semi-well Um, and if Derrick Rose really does help him off the bench, I think they could make the playoffs, you know, sneak in there towards the bottom of the pack.
2: You guys had them out. Both you guys. (laughs) You have the Knicks in the playoffs? Maybe. If
0: they if they keep playing well, just because how dog shit the East is, you know. I think they could maybe sneak in there. The Hornets are the Hornets are a
1: sixth seed right now, (laughs) Peyton. I think I think the Knicks have a chance big a chance of like a bigger chance of any of the other bottom teams in there to make it like the Cavs.
2: No. Like the Heat are bad this year and the Magic are fucking horseshit. Yeah. I'd take both of those teams over that. The East is not garbage. I'll tell you that right now. The Uh, East is not garbage.
1: Other than the the top five teams, it just drops off right there. The All those other teams are rebuilding like the top 5 teams are
2: contending for like like rebuilding? Dude. Rebuild Raptors aren't rebuilding, Bulls aren't rebuilding, Magic aren't rebuilding, Hawks aren't rebuilding, Hornets aren't rebuilding. What
1: Knicks, do you mean the Hornets? I don't know. Like
2: Cavs, no, I'm, I'm not saying rebuilding. I, yeah, they're just I'm pieces rebuilding. away. The like they're five.
1: they're not going to win a playoff series with any of the top 5 teams. And you're lying if you think that that's possible. Maybe the Toronto Raptors, but I don't see the Hawks or the, the Nets Hornets. suck.
2: The Nets have no defense. The Nets but, are a wild card. I don't think you can count the Nets to win a series automatically by any means. Oh, I'm I not think saying they're going to win a series, hey, but Nets I'm just wins. saying. Dude, I'm, I think the I Nets take, are going to beat the, the fucking Hornets, bro. I would take Come a bottom five now. team against the Nets. <laughs> no, I <gave> me the, <laughs> the offense. The, the Nets aren't playing any defense. I, yeah, I understand they they that, but they're going to make a move. They're going to definitely make a move, dude. Okay, yeah, they're going to make a move. Yeah, Yeah, they're going to make a move, yeah. Nobody this, makes a move.
0: <laughs> I, this is also regular season too. You know, you know like, that players hype it up for the playoffs. So
1: come on now, dude. You're saying Durant isn't gonna get them a playoff series against the fucking Hawks or the Hornets. Come on now, who the fuck's gonna guard him? I understand they're not gonna who play defense. Who the fuck's defense. gonna play defense? Who the fuck's gonna guard KD and fucking? <laughs> Who's play defense? Dude, I understand that. But you're saying the fucking Hawks and the Hornets could win a seven-game series with Durant on the te- on the other team? Absolutely. Fuck
2: out of here, bro. Hell saying, no. This I'm could be the, de- this could I'm be a debate for heat, another episode yeah. for the rappers, sure. The Bulls, the Ma- I- let's make it a d- debate. Are you see- like if you think that they can just walk through the I'm playoffs? Not, I'm not they saying get they're to gonna a better team. Like this is a like that's a joke. They're I'm dead not... last defense.
1: Dude, I think they were gonna win a series. I don't think they're gonna win them in four or five. They're definitely gonna go to like six or seven, but they're gonna win the series. I don't see them winning, not winning the series, especially see, in the playoffs. Especially it blows in the my
2: mind that you write them off like that. That's the part that I'm shocked about. Is that you're just writing them <laughs> off to be like, yeah, oh yeah, they they're gonna win that. I also said that the Knicks would be in the playoffs, and look where they are sitting at the Yeah, and I think we're getting
0: we're getting a little too far ahead of ourselves here because you know the deadline is still coming up. We've got a little ways to go yet, and then we'll rehash the standings and we'll rehash the playoff teams and everything like that. So, uh, I think, like I said, we can definitely get into it in 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 another episode. Um, I think it's just a little early for these kind of debates right now, if you ask me.
2: Um, I don't know. The bottom three teams in the East are the only teams, maybe bottom four, but those
1: are like, and then the other shittier teams are sprinkled in there in the bottom ten. Like the teams it's that like don't understand. That team, The that, that
2: conference is dog shit. They're not going to eat. Wizards Pissers, Wizards, Cavs don't have a shot against any of those teams. And the Knicks. The Knicks suck. Yeah, so that's nah. what the But the Hornets, is. the Hawks, the Magic, the Bulls, the Raptors, the Heat, those guys could all make it. They those guys could make they could ease I mean I We'll see. They, they could win. We'll see.
1: We'll, yeah, you're fucking we'll second read.
2: guessing yourself
1: right now looking at that conference. <laughs> not, not at all. Not at all. We're I'll, gonna redo I'll, these. I'll all
0: right. All right, guys. All right. We gotta wrap this episode up. We'll we'll redo all the standings and all the playoff stuff in a in a future episode once, you know, after the trade deadline. We'll we'll get into it then.
2: We're um, gonna place wagers on it then. We're not gonna talk about it. We're placing Okay, wagers.
0: all right, all right, we'll hold you to it. So we're gonna we're gonna end the episode here with uh with a normal trivia uh segment. Um so today in nba history february 9th uh so february 9 2018 damian lillard dropped 50 points in a win over the sacramento kings and my trivia question is
1: how many 50 point games has he had in his entire career i think eight i think i just saw that not gonna lie it's like eight or nine
2: yeah, that sounds right i'll uh, say seven
1: actually 11 11 yeah.
2: Jesus. Yeah.
0: So he's had 11 50-point games in his entire career.
2: So That's a beast.
0: Yeah, he really is. Um Okay, next one I have is February 9th of 2012. Sergi
2: Whoa, whoa, wait, wait, wait. I, Sorry, I don't want Let's go back to the Hall of Fame talk. Is Dame a Hall of Famer? Oh, for sure.
0: Definitely. Definitely. He's one of those point guards that you can... He's a scorer. You know, you you can he's a walking bucket and he's basically like the the mellow of point guards
1: he's got to so. get to like 25,000 to get in the hall he's of he's won
0: fans. he's won two playoff series by shooting the, the the buzzer beater on his own you know and he's he's taking but the, no, the playoff so
1: i, I think he I would
2: put fan. him as a top right now league. i don't think he's a hall of famer yeah i don't i don't have him as a it would be a really hard argument to put him in because, I mean, I think he's one of the top clutch, three, he, top five. He's a great clutch, cl- yeah,
1: clutch player for sure, and he, and he did win those series, but I don't have him in the Hall of Fame. He hasn't done anything.
2: Scoring-wise, he, he can uh,
1: – He hasn't done anything but score, and that only works if you score 30,000 points like Melo, and I don't think he's going to get to that. I bet he will. Uh, what, How old is he? Is he he's like, like 30. 28,
2: 29. Almost
1: yeah, to 30 years old, yeah. How many points do you have now?
2: Man, that would be a. I wonder.
1: I could make an argument for that. Dame is at fifteen thousand points right now. He's at fifteen. He's at fifteen like fifteen thousand and five hundred. He's two points away from five hundred points, like fifteen thousand five hundred. And he is thirty years old. You think he's gonna score another fifteen thousand points in? four years but he doesn't
2: have to score another 15 well, yeah with but I'm just,
1: I'm just saying like he's got to get to 25 28 like 30 000 to make the hall he will. Fame, not, unless not he, all unless he wins an mvp or a championship i guess there are worse players in the hall of fame but for like to solidify him as a hall of famer he's got to do one of those things as of right now it's going to be up in the air until he Gets up there in points, or he wins a championship or an MVP. I don't see him. Yeah, in there.
2: I think I think he still has to prove he's his not Hall of Fame status.
1: He's not in like he's not a Curry. Like Curry's obviously going to the Hall of Fame. Like there's no doubt about it. Dame just. It, he's not solidified or anything, no. but he could easily make it. Like, I don't see how you like. He still has have an unfair
0: team. argument to the yeah. Out. That's
2: so oh, unfair. No, I no,
1: I was just saying like <laughs> like as like a current player, Curry's going to the Hall of Fame. Like you can't say that about Dame. Like you can't just be like Dame's
2: going to. The Hall of Fame. I'm not. I'm but not like Tyler said. Right it's now. so unfair. Like one but of the I, greatest point guards of all time. To
1: but that's what Dane. a Hall of Fame is, isn't it? Like that's what you guys. <laughs> no, are doing. not at all. I mean. It's, like, one of the greatest basketball players. Like, you're recognized for being a great basketball player. So you have to be – like, there are worse players than Dame in the Hall of Fame, for sure. But I don't know. I, I don't solidify him as a Hall of Famer. I'm not comparing him and Curry. I'm just saying –
2: Solidify – no, like, but no, none of us are saying we're solidifying Yeah, 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 I know. I'm just saying – He's like, obviously not a solidified Hall of Famer. Yeah. But would you put him in there? Not right now, no. Not right now. Yeah, I think that's what I'd say too. Not right
1: now. Yeah. All right. What's the trivia?
0: Uh, Yeah. So, with the dame thing, that's another argument we could carry on into another episode and we could, you know, dive into more of the stats and get more of the research to back it up a little bit. But yeah, yeah moving on. February 9, 2012, Sergi Baca had 10 blocks in a loss against the king. So, my question is who. Well, you, you're not going to guess who. I had no idea who this guy is. But um, what is the, the record for most blocks in a single game?
1: 15. By Manute bowl. I'm just kidding.
2: Um, shoot. Blocks in a game. I'm going to say it's, it's 13. But I feel like it's not. I feel like it's like 20, right? <laughs>
0: It's not quite twenty. So Elmore Smith had made he, he made the record with seventeen, and I have no 12. idea who Elmore Smith is, but it was back in like nineteen seventy three. I think I saw on the
1: oh, so it doesn't reference. so it basically doesn't matter. Yeah, seven, seventeen
0: blocks in a game. That's that's pretty impressive. So last yeah. trivia question here to to wrap up the episode with February 9, two thousand and four. Uh, you guys know who Rashid Wallace is, right? He was traded from the Trailblazers to the Hawks on February 9, 2004. So my question is, how many teams do you think he played for in his career?
2: Rasheed Wallace? Yep. 12. Oh my God. Yeah, I have no shot at getting this one.
1: I wonder so, who's played for the most teams. Is he, 14, is this...
2: 14 NBA teams.
0: It's actually only six. But he seems 10. like, when you think of Rashid Wallace, he, he kind of comes up as one of those journeymen that you think has played for a ton of different teams.
1: How many has Vince Carter played for? Vince Carter's got to be at, like, 50. Like he's got to be at, like, almost 30. He's almost played for all of them.
0: I would say 10, probably.
2: Well, who's – I mean, who's
0: the so – like, Who do we got? We got we got Raptors, Mavericks, the Hawks. Alexa,
2: turn off the
1: lights. Turn off the lights. <laughs> Alexa um one two three four five six seven eight it's eight teams eight. Hmm. yeah is, okay. who, i wonder who's played the most
0: yeah that's a good question is it jamal crawford
1: oh yeah that's a good one that's a good guess um we lost, we lost peyton there, jo, but, joe yeah. smith played for joe twelve, twelve 12 franchises hmm. all right yeah
0: uh, so yeah, I think we're gonna wrap it up here. Um, it was more of a discussion-based episode. Um, we we had a lot of debates throughout the the entire thing with good topics. Um, so yeah, uh, if you're watching on YouTube, just make sure to keep sharing and, and giving us likes. And if you want, just you know throw a comment out there. We'll we'll get back to you. Um, and if you're listening to anywhere else like Spotify or any other podcast network, just keep keep subscribing and, and keep sharing. It's only gonna help us get better. So. Um, that's it for me. If if Lee and Peyton, you have any other things to say, otherwise we'll we'll uh, we'll see you guys next week.
1: I'm good. I don't got anything. That's good for me.
0: All right. Sounds good. Take care. Peace. All right.